Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Randy Lemons does not necessarily endorse any of the products or services advertised on this program. Of course we can, because we dig what we do. Good morning, everyone. Sunday. It's early. It's 6.06. What do y'all want to talk about this morning? I'm sitting here making little notes to myself, trying to get my mind off of this uh, incessant media coverage of the football coaching changes. <laughs> and uh, the only thing I came up with was, and this is not a joke, the only thing I came up with is I need to talk to you about Sago scale because of all the questions I keep getting on Sago palms, you know, covered in the white stuff. We've, we've covered the story before on both our weekly email blast and on Facebook. And we've repeated the tip sheet from time to time that when you get the white stuff on the Sago palms, it, it's a scale insect. And, um, that just doesn't register with a lot of people. They keep thinking it's some kind of, you know, fungal film, and what I'm having trouble, I guess, getting people to understand is that when a sago palm frond is covered with this scale, you probably need to prune it off. And if you're covered head to toe with this sago palm scale, you've waited way too long to do the treatment on it. But you should do the treatment, then start pruning off singularly, one at a time, the fronds that are so heavily infested. This is what I'm thinking is not getting through, is that people don't understand that the Sago scales are not going anywhere. They're going to stay on there dead, but they're going to stay on there. You know, That's why the pruning is going to be so critical and essential. If you catch it early enough, and we'll do a percentage game like we like to do on this show, if it's like more than 50% green coming through, eh, you might have a chance of saving that frond. But if it's... <laughs> more than 50% white, then you probably are not going to save that individual frond. And it's going to be layers of fronds that are affected like that. So that was the first thing that just really jumped in my head today. And I'm doing that based on the emails alone, the email questions, some Facebook postings over the last two weeks, how many people uh, don't understand that that is an insect problem. If that comes up again today, I think we're going to have to cover it one more time on Facebook, taking the old tip sheet that we did a couple of months ago. I, I'm going to have to go back and look and see. But I was in the meantime, I was trying to uh, get some weather information too because I'm starting to think that the way things have been warming up, that maybe, just maybe, we can go for anybody who missed their winterizing application. And if you're not willing to follow my advice on putting out the organic fertilizer, maybe, just maybe, 
we can probably put down, have a, a window to put down the synthetic winterizing treatment per the fertilization schedule. I can't believe we're talking about this that close to the end of November. We usually have never been talking about it that much. I mean, it's supposed to be like 75 today. But let me do that. I'm going to have to find the, that weather information and take that another step further. In the meantime, our lines are wide open. It is a Sunday. Usually Sunday morning, the 6 to 7 o'clock hour is the easiest time to get in. Ask the question, uh, especially if those of you who send the email saying, I can never get through on Saturday mornings. And I'll try to nudge, nudge, wink, wink. If you really want to get in on a detailed conversation with me, Randy Lemon, the garden guy, on Sunday mornings, that's your best opportunity. 713-212-KTRH. 713-212-5874. KTRH is 5874. So 713 is the area code. 212 is our exchange up here in the Galleria and the our radio stations and the iHeart Media World, iHeart Radio Station Cluster up here in the Galleria, and then it's KTRH. 5874-713-212-KTRH. And get those uh, calls fired up. That gets uh, Nick Lowe, by the way. Bring Nick in here real quick. Nick, um, I'm assuming everything went well with the christening yesterday for Aria. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So congratulations on that. Proud Thank Papa you, moment. And uh, we missed you yesterday. I mean, Aaron did a good job, don't get me wrong, but we missed you yesterday. I I personally missed you keeping me in line in terms of the business of radio. So that got a little uh, off kilter without having Nick there because his, I don't know if it's his military background that keeps me in line on uh, the business of radio and keeping us on the clock. Even so much so that Nikki commented on that yesterday off the air. Nick, you'll be happy to know that she noticed that uh, we stayed like directly on the clock more than we ever have in the past, and I I gave you credit for that. So one more time, here's the phone number. As the lines are firing up, we got Mike in East Houston first in, first up, and then I'll see whoever else he's uh, Nick's talking to on the backside line there at 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. You can get your questions in now. So did uh, that Sago Palm scale discussion help you with anything? Did the discussion of whether to do, um, what would we say, the synthetic versus the organic winterization treatment do anything for you? Because if it did, um, maybe you've got some more questions, and that's what we're here for, those kind of follow-up questions. If you need clarification on anything that we've talked about in the past, feel free to give us a holler at that phone number. So we've got Mike in East Houston, Harvey and Porter, and we'll get things rolling right away with that. Mike, East Houston, good morning. You are on the air. Hold hey, on I've got, there. I, I've got a friend that I was talking to last night. Oh, you're going to blame this on somebody else, right? Well, actually, I don't own any <laughs> property, so I can't blame it on him. And he was telling me that he, he recently he's been mowing his lawn and everything, and all of a sudden he's had roaches crawling on him. And he's got a bunch of Oh, roaches. that's just creepy. Thank you for starting yeah. our whole program off with that I little know, visual. I know. That is very That creepy. just sounds like a horrible movie, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. So uh, what would cause that, and how can you get rid of that? Oh, actually, the, it's very easy to control roaches in a lawn, and more, more I would want to know exactly which type of roaches. My guess is going to be that it's what we call commonly the wood roaches the right. big the big ones that freak out everybody when uh, they fly right. um 
and that means that there's uh, some kind of decomposing wood nearby. Mm-hmm. There's a tree that was cut down, left to rot for months, years, whatever. Um, and so we find that home base, and we'll go treat that. But we can also put out a granular insecticide of almost any kind. Uh-huh. A granular insecticide with bifenthrin, cypromethrin, any of those uh, deltamethrin, they will control. The, the roaches won't hang around a yard that's got an insecticide in it like that. But we need to find out also where home base is, and then I'd use a liquid insecticide and get in there. Some people will use boric acid if they find like a cavity or a hole uh, and, and just basically puff a lot of boric acid in there, and that also does the trick. Mm. Okay. And would this be up on the Facebook page as well? On on your Oh, I, I've not, that would be a specific topic we'd cover. Yeah. I'd have to go in there and make you a tip sheet specific. Right. Hey, this is for Mike in East Houston about uh, roaches in the lawn. No, we've never covered that. I'm just telling you real quickly, the, the simple answer is just get an yeah. insecticide out there. Okay. That's good. Yeah, because actually where I live, I, I I lease, and I've noticed roaches in the in the yard here as well. So and I and I said, well, that's up to the owners to take care of that. Yeah, you can. Um, here's a quick insider story, inside secrets type story, and a typical house, you know, where you might have seen those kind of big wood roaches coming in the house. The smartest thing to do is to get the boric acid type uh, puffers. You know what I mean by puffers? It's just like a right. A tube. It's six fourteen in the morning. I don't know why my brain's not in. Oh yeah, I do know why my brain's not fully working. It's six fifteen in the morning I, I on Sunday. Really nice but you you just put some boric acid puffs in all your weep holes. Man, that takes uh-huh. care of every kind of roach you'd ever want. Okay. Um, pest control operators don't want you to know that because they would lose a lot of business. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. All right. <laughs> okay. I right, thank you very much. Asking for a friend. I love it. <laughs> This is Garden Line. I'm Randy Lemon. Let's go next to uh, Porter, and this is Harvey. Harvey, good morning. You are on the air. Good morning, Randy. What's Uh, up? I'm I'm trying to find a place to get some mango trees. My wife wants one. She keeps buying them from Home Depot, and they last about two years. Yeah, those are not the right varieties. Not that we have too much success with very many varieties. The one variety, and I say the one, there is about three varieties, but they're not readily available until we get to the fruit tree sales. Um, one of them is, and I don't make me spell it, but it's a Vietnamese sounding name. It's Nam Dak Mai. And that one has had the longest success run. The problem is, is anytime you get a freeze like we had in January of 2010 or February of 2011, you're, unless you have these in a container and you move them into like a greenhouse, protect them they just cannot handle cold weather mangoes cannot handle cold weather okay yeah i'm, I'm gonna take out a pecan and put in a sycamore for it too <laughs> okay well i mean i remember last year the like the, the, the urban harvest stop doing mangoes for the first time in years but usually when you do these fruit tree sales if groups like the urban harvest will sell mangoes then you can give those a try they just i'm not sure they're worth it just because of the work that goes into protecting them she's tried for like three or four years she keeps buying them from home depot okay tell her that's her first mistake yeah all right very first mistake she does it because they got a a money back guarantee within a year 
so she gets her money back. Okay, well, that's good for that, but it's still it's the wrong variety if she wants to succeed. Forget the money back if you ever want to succeed with this. I'm looking through an old uh, A&M tip sheet from my buddy Julian Sauls, and you know most of the stuff he talks about is, is growing them in South Texas and not here in the Houston area. And that's just kind of a reminder because of that. I don't want you to take chances unless, and here's again is the unless. Have her go to one of these fruit tree sales. We will talk a lot about over the next couple of months. Um, there's fruit tree sales, like, like first the Urban Harvest, then you'll have Harris County, Montgomery County. You're in Porter, so you may want to find out when the Montgomery County fruit tree sale is. And when you find out when that is, it, find out if they have any mangoes before you even waste a trip over there because you can usually call the Montgomery County Master Gardeners and they'll tell you that kind of information. Um, I still don't have a date on when the Montgomery County Master Gardener fruit tree sale is, but it's usually right around the 1st of February, end of January, 1st of February. And it's also one of those fun little, just keep listening to us, subscribe to our weekly email tips, follow us on Facebook. We will let everyone know when those bona fide fruit tree sales are and that's your first best opportunity to get a mango tree that might underline the word might work here in the houston area and i'll try now now i have a pen handy i'll try to spell nom doc my for everybody i don't even know if this is correct but n-o-m it's three words n-o-m and like d-a-c and then m-a-i nom doc my and i may be off on one letter here and there maybe an o instead of an a who knows <laughs> but nom doc my is the closest thing i can remember even and that was 15 plus years ago they used to talk about that a lot but the freezes since uh, january 2010 have really put a kibosh on growing mangoes here in the houston area that's it for this segment hang in there pat in port arthur we'll get to you next that means we have two open lines 713-212-ktrh that's 713-212-5874 glad you didn't leave we're back with more Garden Line. What's a rake? A rake is right. All right, before we get to Pat and Port Arthur, I looked at the weather. It's a no-go. We're not going to be able to do it. We're looking at highs in the 50s later, in, within the next 10 days. There's nothing consistent about being 75 or higher. And the synthetic version of the winterization fertilization schedule components, it's all about soil temperature. So not going to happen. I'm just trying quickly to look up anything else I knew about mangoes. And I keep coming across this old piece from Julian Sauls. I used to, just a quick little history lesson, I used to work for Texas A&M University, the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences. And so I did, a, and I was the communications person for radio and TV. Did a lot of interviews with some people over the years, and Julian was one of them, and he was just a mean old man. Just a mean old man. Trying to pin him down to do interviews, it was hilarious. And I'm looking at this information, I'm like, this stuff's like 20 plus years old. It's still up there. A lot of those names don't exist here in the Houston area, so don't even think about trying to follow that tip sheet. And I think I misspelled uh, Nam Doc Mai. I want to say is M D O C. I said I think I said D A C. It's D O C. But I was close on everything else. N A M D O C M A I. If that's even available at these fruit tree sales, that's 
kind of the one you'd want to try. Anybody else want to weigh in on mangoes and growing them for the Houston area? Feel free. In the meantime, let's get to Pat in Port Arthur. Good morning. Morning, Pat. I have a couple of quick questions. A friend asked me this. Uh, someone had given her some citrus, and they didn't seem to be quite ripe. And she asked, would they go ahead and ripen? Since they With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Already harvested. The only way they'll ripen anymore is if you actually leave some stem and leaves on after you do the harvesting and then keep it in like kind of cool place like the you know, laundry room or a garage that's super protected. But no, once you harvest them off without any limbs and without any leaves, that that's it. Oranges are usually done. Okay. Uh, and the other thing is I'm trying to get that Virginia buttonweed stuff. Uh, I, I bought a, the squirt bottle, hand trigger bottle. Of oh, the- my gosh. What? That's like... <laughs> <laughs> I hate hearing that. I love that when people, that's all they have left is the hand trigger bottle of the Ultra. Uh, well, that's that's like I, too much work. Yeah. Well, that's all I can find. Uh, it was the the Ultra kind. I squirted it. Maybe I didn't put enough because it didn't seem to kill us. Well, did you actually add a surfactant to the mix either? Well, I figured it was already mixed. No, you. I, no, we say that. Oh, it's such a sad little reality that we have here in uh the southeast Texas area, you read these bottles and these containers of weed-killing product, like even Weed Beater Ultra, but I, the, the nutgrass killers are the, the worst offenders of this. They'll say you do not need to add a surfactant, that there's some in there. Not enough, not enough for the Houston area, not enough for southeast Texas. So even in the hand-trigger sprayers, listen up, everybody else that's listening to what Pat and I were talking about. And Pat, please listen. Even the hand trigger sprayers, you have to add a little more surfactant to it. That you can actually just add some dish soap to it because uh, your hand trigger sprayer. But when you got a lot of Virginia buttonweed, a hand trigger sprayer, that is added effort you don't need to do, and it's financially what's the word I'm looking for? It's just financially irresponsible because if you really got a lot, one little hand trigger sprayer is only going to cover you know several square feet. 
where you need a concentrate that you can mix in a pump-up sprayer and do your spot treating with a pump-up sprayer, you can de- definitely get the spot treatment on a larger scale more cost-effectively. Thank you for your answers. Appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. Please, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to do any kind of weed killing in southeast Texas, you always have to have the surfactant. If you weren't listening yesterday morning, we read a funny email from one of our friends in the business, uh, Angela Chandler of the Garden Academy. and she. Made, I'm not looking at the email right now, but she made a funny reference to, you know, when you hear the words Judy, 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 you automatically think of Cary Grant saying that, even though he didn't really. Uh, when you hear, you know, we have nothing to fear but fear itself, you always hear uh, FDR saying that in your head. And JFK, you know, not what you, what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. You, you hear those voices in your head. Well, Angela said she heard herself talking about surfactants the other day at a seminar, and she could only hear my voice in her head talking about that. How important is that? A uh, quick little break coming up here. We got news, weather, and traffic. Got an open board of calls. Three lines just opened up because we did three calls 713 212 KTRH. That's 713 212 5874. Breaking news 24 7 from the Gallery Furniture Made in America studios. This is News Radio 740 KTRH, Houston's news, weather, traffic, and iHeart Radio Station. An overnight mass shooting in New Orleans. I'm Nikki Courtney at 630 on News Radio 740 KTRH with traffic and weather together. Here's Sky Mike. And we're looking at uh, full parking garages around the uh, Bush and Hobby Airport. Nikki, the busiest travel day of the year. Uh, Bush terminals A and B 32% full. Terminal C already 49% full and terminals D and E. 56% full. The Echo Park covered is at 67 already. So uh, get there nice and early. Get an early start if you have a plane to catch. I'm Sky Mike on the KTRH Gulf Coast Windows.com 24-hour traffic center. Partly to mostly cloudy from this morning through the afternoon. The high today, 75. There will be a 40% chance for showers and storms overnight with a low of 66. And then tomorrow, a 60% chance for showers and thunderstorms. Some of those thunderstorms may produce some damaging winds. The high will reach 77. On Tuesday, a 20% chance for showers with a high in the upper 70s. I'm Jeff Marr from the Weather Channel. 63 on the island, 54 the KTRH Renters Warehouse 24-hour weather center. 631, our top story. One man is dead, nine are wounded after a shooting in the French Quarter in New Orleans this morning. Police have arrested two men, including one of the victims. It is going to be a busy travel day. Both Hobby and Bush airports are reporting no delays at this hour. And Sky Mike tells us roadways are still light, so it's a good time to get an early start on that drive home. Today, we've got the Texans at noon, a home game against the Chargers. A chilly morning for tailgaters. We will be in the low 70s by the time we get to the game time. Rockets are in Portland. We're going to have that game right here on KTRH tonight at 7.30. News on demand at KTRH.com. Our next update at 7, breaking news as it happens. I'm Nikki Courtney on Houston's News Weather and Traffic Station, News Radio 740 KTRH. Hey, it's Matt Patrick. Great news from our friends at DM Leasing. DM Leasing had a record year with more first time leasing customers than ever. More people deciding that leasing is the way to go. Cars are more expensive than ever, and to get a payment that they can afford, it's forcing people to finance their car for seven years. Do you want to be driving around the same car in 2024? I didn't think so. With DM, they'll do the shopping for you, all while finding the car that fits your needs and your budget. With DM's Easy Lease, you'll save up to 50% every month compared to buying. 
all with no down payment and no payments for 60 days. That means you can get the perfect Christmas gift today and not make a payment until February. DM Leasing is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and is the highest-rated leasing company in America by Dealer Raider. You can't afford not to lease with DM Leasing. Call DM Leasing today, 713-290-1000, 713-290-1000, or visit dmautoleasing.com. The call free. Not calling could cost you thousands. We have open lines right now. You can grab here on the garden line this Sunday morning. It is 6.33 this Sunday after Thanksgiving. So uh, if you've finally awoken from your tryptophan coma, Give us a holler if you got a question, 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. When we come back, I'm going to actually talk directly to somebody named Kathy via her email that just came in about the boric acid for roach control. Um, kind of go to the question, if anybody's an expert in this area, I'd love to hear your perspective. Can I give you mine? But is borax and boric acid the exact same thing? 713-212-KTRH, 713-212-5874. There's lines open for you right now. Welcome back. This is The Garden Line, News Radio 740 KTRH. So one of the first questions right out of the barrel, the first question right out of the barrel was about roaches in a lawn and kind of got into the boric acid discussion because it's most readily available at nurseries, garden centers, and some feed stores. Feed stores also carry something called borax. And while you're thinking, oh, they're the exact same thing, they're not the exact same thing. They do have the same effect. Borax and boric acid essentially have the same pest control effect. Um, Both materials contain boron. But borax is usually mined from tourmaline and kernite and something else. I can't remember what the other one is. And uh, boric acid is mined from mineral sasolite. But in theory, both of them control pests equally well. So it's kind of like, well, I can find borax cheaper than boric acid. Okay, I've heard that argument before. Both of them are (laughs) very inexpensive because of the natural way of controlling the insects. What it does, it's just like... um, when we talk about diatomaceous earth and diatomaceous earth may be better. And I'm going to get to Kathy's question for my emailer, Kathy here in a second, but I wanted to get into this borac versus boric acid discussion, but the way those materials work, whether it's diatomaceous earth, boric acid, borax, it, it helps erode away when it makes contact with the animal. It helps erode away that outer coating, that waxy outer coating, and then they dehydrate and they die. (laughs) Usually, to get insects interested in the power, you know, it's a lot of times you have to bait it like with ants. Yeah, with, we use boric acid in a homemade solution for sugar ant control. Makes sense. But that's why you use the boric acid or the borax in the weep holes, in crevices, nooks and crannies where you can find them. I'm not going to be in a hurry to put boric acid around a vegetable garden. And that gets back to Kathy's question. And by the way, if anybody wants to weigh in on this, if I'm, you think I'm boric aciding, barking up the wrong tree, uh, feel free to weigh in. But I think I'm, I've covered the generalities of this as well as can be expected because I don't want people going out and buying 20 mule team powder and putting it on their lawn and 
is to do that for insect control if they don't have to. Um, because there are some toxic risk of using borax and boric acid versus maybe just an insecticide. You all with me so far? So Kathy had vegetable or herb garden, one of the two. I'm not looking at her email right now, but I wrote down her name, Kathy. Hopefully we're answering your question. If I detected those kind of tiny little roaches in a vegetable or herb type bed, I would use the diatomaceous earth that I just mentioned because it's way more natural and you're not talking about any kind of uh, toxicity in the area because while boric acid is a more natural pest control uh, than what you're thinking about liquid pesticides, it's not non-toxic by any means because if your children or your pets eat a little boric acid or borax or get it on their skin, sometimes it can cause things if they eat a little bit of it and your nausea, vomiting, throat swelling, things like that. Uh, that's not a good thing. So just keep that in mind. Diatomaceous earth, not near those kind of toxic ramifications. If you have no kids, no pets, no neighbor's pets, no neighbor's kids, then you could probably use the boric acid a little bit more on around a vegetable garden. But I'd, I would tend to go for the diatomaceous earth just based on what I know. So if any of that doesn't make sense to anybody, and what I'm still looking for the word. I've already blown it twice. I call it a poofer, but um, you think about those anywhere from 16 to 24-ounce containers that it's like a giant mayonnaise, you know, or not mayonnaise, what am I thinking of? A giant ketchup or mustard-type applicator, but there's got to be a better word for that. I, I don't know why the word poofer just keeps uh, coming into my head, but... If anybody knows the word I'm looking for for that kind of applicator of powdered type insecticides like boric acid, and we have that same kind of application on many bottles of diatomaceous earth or DE, uh, feel free to give me a holler. I know what I'm looking at. I just don't know if there's a word for that kind of poofer af- applicator. <laughs> 713-212-KTRH is our number. 713-21. Did I go way too much into boric acid discussion for you for this early on a Sunday morning? There's certain things that I will dive deep into for seemingly needless reasons, and that was one of them. But based on the roach call we had first thing out of the barrel and then Kathy's follow-up email, sometimes that tells me, okay, I'm going to go get into that a little bit deeper than necessary. Uh, 713-212-KTRH. By the way, I said this last weekend. I know Harris County's dates. I know Brazoria County's date for the fruit tree sale. I'm still trying to figure out Fort Bend County and Montgomery County and Galveston County. So if you work with master gardener groups in any Fort Bend, Montgomery, or Galveston County, you know what date, time specific, you're going to have your fruit tree sale. Give me a call, 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. I will follow this up on the boric acid thing, sugar ants. I may have, like, piqued somebody's interest. We actually have a, a good tip sheet you can get, and it's pharaoh ants, PH, pharaoh ants. Uh, same thing as sugar ants. When you use boric acid with things like syrup and peanut butter, you're going to attract the sugar ants. Uh, that works like a charm. That little homemade recipe has served us very well for two decades here on the garden line. Um, I have used it many, many times, especially when you move into brand new homes, uh, new builder construction. That's almost like an invitation to sugar ants for some strange reason. 
Uh, I've always had great success with it, and I haven't had to use a sugar ant bait in a long time. If you're one of these people that doesn't like to mix things, you don't want to like, maybe you don't want to touch the boric acid or anything like that. It's not that big of a deal to make, you know, with gloves on to make it. Uh, even kind of gloves you think of like restaurateurs, the the throwaway little plastic ones. It doesn't have to be high tech, uh, medical style gloves latex gloves the simplest ones will work in this when you're working with the boric acid but i love the idea that they still make some for people they have these two steps in one i say two steps in one two products in one where you just squeeze them together and it comes out together like there's one's called dual action another one's called drax d-r-a-x i don't even know if they make that anymore but works wonders when controlling things like sugar ants, if you don't want to make it yourself, you can buy it at things like feed stores and independent nurseries and garden centers. They've always carried boric acid bait infused insecticides. All right, let's uh, get to Bill in Sharpstown. I said if anybody had any follow-up questions about boric acid, feel free to call in. But here's Bill in Sharpstown. Morning, Bill. Good morning. What's uh, up? Yeah, um, actually there's a quite a bit of research on, on boric acids. It's for nearly 10 years. The uh, You can find out, uh, just Google it, it's uh, ATSB. It's, uh, it's uh, <clears throat> attractive toxic sugar bait. For, is, are you saying it's boric acid bait? That's correct. When they make boric acid with fruit juice and sugar, it attracts, uh... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, things like mosquitoes. I don't want to attract mosquitoes. <laughs> yes. I don't want to attract them. If they're not in the area, why would I want to attract them? Yeah, because they come and eat it. And then they die. Uh, okay. Okay. ATSB mosquito bait. That's interesting. No, I have not heard about that. 
It has a lot of scientific publication on it. Oh, everybody says they've got a lot of science. Trust me, when anybody tells me there's a lot of scientific research behind this, well, no, no, that's usually marketing boohoo, and it doesn't carry a lot of weight with someone like me. Just keep that in mind. All it's, right. It's publication. It's <laughs> not 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 selling. Yeah. Well, I mean. Interestingly enough, uh, I, w- I watch a lot of these, what do we call it, you know, marketing pitches and everything. I will admit, I have never seen a marketing pitch for ATSB. But, yeah, now I did a little research. There's an ATSB mosquito bait out there. Interesting. So I'm assuming, and I'm, it doesn't show right here, but I'm going to assume that it is, that's just the description. It doesn't really say that it's got boric acid in it. Interesting. Could be an interesting perimeter type application. I wonder how expensive this stuff is, though. Okay, here's another thing. ATSB is not boric acid. ATSB is garlic. So you're not talking about the same thing. ATSB, it says right here. Where's that? Active ingredient, garlic oil. Maybe other ATSBs out there, but the one ATSB that I'm looking at for insect control is uh, garlic based interesting though I'm going to look a little more into this too appreciate that Bill 713-212-KTRH that's 713-212-5874 from roaches to mangoes to me talking about sago palm scale and all things boric acid and borax related what an interesting first hour to say the least 713-212-KTRH that's 713-212-5874 we have lines open for you right now Garden Line with Randy Lemon giving you the green thumbs up since 1996 All right, morning, everyone. Welcome back. This is the Garden Line, News Radio 740, KTRH. I'm going to get to uh, Doreen and whoever else Nick is talking to right now on the board momentarily. That leaves us a couple lines open. Get in. We, I'm going to remind everybody just the strange and the fun. I love it when we do this. This is, I do love this. We started with Sago Scale, went to Roaches, Mangoes. I forgot to mention, had the little Virginia buttonweed thrown in, and then that ending discussion with ATSB. The attracting sugar ant bait. Um, and I'm looking through this list of the topics we covered in the first hour. Virginia buttonweed. I forgot to mention that when I was talking about it 10 or 15 minutes ago. But that was the tip sheet that we did. The cool season herbicide. And I said, what was that tip sheet we posted yesterday? And then I've reminded, there's just so much we posted on Facebook. So let me go through that real quick for everybody. And then we'll get to uh, Doreen. Yeah, for sure. In just a second. Uh, I was after I mentioned that I posted the picture of the home alone house and wanted to know, you know, if anybody like me is wondering what that mortgage was back in the day. Uh, great reminder about our friends at Ace Hardware, the Greater Houston Ace Retailer Group. Uh, their November super savings sales are good through the end of the month. So even though today would be what the 27th, uh, you still have today and three more days, November 30th, to take advantage of while the supplies last. So check that out. A uh, reminder that RCW has the 25% off all their trees, shrubs, and fruit and citrus trees. Everything that's green is what they're saying is 25% off. 
natural pause was reminding that it, it was small business Saturday and what a perfect example of a small business for the Houston area, even though they had 16, now 17 locations. And I did forget to mention, we posted a picture of this tiny little melon. Uh, we were trying to get people to identify. It was amazing how many people weighed in on this. And yet I looked through all the comments and um, I just, I don't know unless the, and we asked uh, Daryl to post a picture again of what it looked like on the inside. And uh, I haven't seen that yet. So until I see the inside, I can't be 100% um, certain what that little tiny melon is. I'm, I'm going to say it was a bitter melon in that little family of plants, but without the cut open of the inside. Then there was the cool season herbicide. If you have Virginia buttonweed, you'll want to go to our posting from yesterday. It was just 23 hours ago we posted the uh, reminder of what, like, Fertilone's weed-free zone and Bonide's weed beater ultra is as the cool season herbicide. And then there was the grass burrs, sand spurs tip sheet from yesterday at almost this exact same time. It was 702, 24 hours plus uh, yesterday. And uh, we had about 2,500 people looking at that. That was awesome. And we'll see what we can post today as a reminder of some things that we've talked about. But it, if I can just get one message across, it does remind you why I think it's important that you get hooked up with us on Facebook. Because we use that as reminders for all kinds of tip sheets that we have covered in the past. All right, let's, uh, I said Doreen and Spring, Marion Laporte, Donald and Wharton. We're going to go in that order, starting with Doreen and Spring. Good morning, Doreen. Good morning, Randy. How can we help you? <clears throat> what can I do with a neighbor that comes over that doesn't even own the property that rents? I had a no trespassing after I caught him cutting the ends of my branches. My tree is in. When my he's car. cutting the branches, is where he's doing the cutting. Is he on his that property or on your property? It is on my property. It was the shade from my tree that was keeping his grass from growing. So then he goes to the trunk of my tree after I put my signs up and cuts my live oak, which is about ten or twelve years old. And my tree is so lopsided now, I am just sick. Uh, well, there's obviously you're not going to be able to regrow the, the tree limb real quick. Um, I would threaten him to say, next time you do that, I will call the police because he is, he is trespassing. He is not allowed to cut on your side of the property. If he's cutting on his side or at the property line, that's perfectly legal. No, it was all on my side. The branches were not even on their property. <clears throat> but it was covering his lawn, you said. It was covering my lawn and shading his lawn. All right, well, it's, um, I know it sounds like a little overkill, but, well, you do have the right to trim branches and limbs that extend past a property line or right there at a property line. The it law only allows extend. that kind of tree trimming. Uh, up to the property line so that is definitely a law that is being broken you need to call and file a police report asap and let him know that you are filing the police report so that if he ever touches your trees again he will be arrested i mean these were not little branches these were like four and five inch branches and it, it's made my big old live oak, and our homeowners association requires one to two trees in our front yard. And we've got little old bitty front yards in a way. Well, I'm, you, 
I can't help you with that, unfortunately, but I can give you some solid advice that if you don't call the police and file a report, then you're next time he does it, you're still going to be in the same position because you don't have any record of this. So until you file the police report, uh, he, he, she, it may do it again. Uh, so I would, I'd be on that immediately and take some pictures, um, take some pictures of the damage and be prepared to be proactive with your homeowners association and tell them that. But it's interesting that if the person who's renting the house is doing this, is concerned about that sunshade on the lawn. It's usually the owners of the house that worry about that. Most renters could care less about lawn care. I have determined over the years of doing this program. Marion Laporte, good morning. You are on News Radio 740 KTRH. Welcome to the Garden Line. Hello. Hey, Mary. Uh, I'm. I was wanting to know. I just pulled the last of my uh, Satsuma tree oranges off, and I wonder what. I'm supposed to do about cutting the branches back. Oh, we we're not going to do that for several months. Uh, usually, end of February, first of March is when we prune our citrus trees around here. And that gives it enough time to put the oranges back on again. No, they won't put the oranges back on until after the pruning and a redevelopment of the blooms in the springtime. Okay. You just so said you harvested the last one, off? right? Pardon. You said you harvested your last satsumas? Yes. Okay. Just hang tight. The only thing you would want to prune and why you would want to prune it at this time of the year is maybe if a limb just is like out of proportion, just hanging way down because of all the weight of this, the fruit that was on there. One limb that's just rocketed way up tall. You could prune one of those out of control branches, but that's it. The I don't want to call it wholesale pruning because it's just a cleanup pruning on most citrus trees. We try to wait till end of February, 1st of March. I said this last hour. I get to use the concept again. It's, it gives you a good excuse to keep listening to us, to follow us on Facebook, get our weekly email tips, because I can assure you, Mary, I will let everybody know when it's fair game and fair time to start pruning their citrus trees. Okay. Do you How much of it do you cut back? Um, well, at, it's not about a percentage game on citrus trees. What I'm key back on my words a second ago it's just about cleaning it up opening it up making sure that you don't have a lot of shaded limbs in there um there is no real wholesale pruning of citrus trees to the extent that we do it on stone fruit so the way we prune a peach tree is a little bit different i just do it when i tell people to go out there and look at their citrus trees it's all about shape form and cleanup okay not a percentage game not a one-third not a one-fourth that's a little bit different than the stone fruit trees. And again, you keep listening. You keep tuned in with us. You keep hooked up with us on whether it's email or Facebook, tip sheets. We will keep you informed on what, when to do it and exactly how to do it. Uh, my goal is by 1st of February to do kind of an overall you know, collection of any, any tip sheet that has any good advice on pruning fruit trees. We're going to probably cover in our weekly email tips. And then eventually it'll make it onto Facebook. And, of course, we'll talk about it, too. <laughs> February comes around, we'll talk about it incessantly. Uh, but good reason to just keep staying with us and listening to us on the Garden Line here on 740 KTRH. Donald is in Wharton. We'll take Donald up until the news break, and then we can fill in open lines. Uh, we've got Doreen's and Mary's open line. You can fill those in right now at 713-212-KTRH. That's 713 713- 
512-588-7474. If you don't mind calling and getting on hold during the news break, that'll pitch you, that'll get you to me one of the first two up next uh, next half hour when we get done with news, weather, and traffic. Donald Wharton, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good. Morning. How can we help you? On your crate barrel, them little old balls that left on there, you know, outside of the marble, a small crate. Okay, I need to stop you right there. I'm I'm not maybe not understanding what you just asked. Okay, crate myrtles. Start over again and ask your question. Oh, the crate myrtle, they do blooming now. They got the little balls on them. If they they don't have very many blooms on them, they may have expired seed pod heads. Okay, that's what it is. The yeah, you want to know on. when to get rid of those? Yeah, you leave them on there and knock them off. Uh, I, 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 personally, I leave them on. I don't even touch my crepe myrtles anymore. I just leave them alone. Um, at the very least, you can prune the seed pods off. Uh, we talk about, you hear these, what do we call them, stingers, Nick? Uh, little bumps, stingers that we use for marketing purposes on Garden Line, and one of them talks about... Um, you know, fighting the ever never-ending fight against crepe myrtle massacre. You know, where people report crepe myrtle, and that's the overpruning of crepe myrtles back to the same nodules every year. We don't do that. If you listen to Garden Line, most people know better than to do that anymore. Uh, it's a shame that it still goes on. Uh, but as we've written in any, gosh, I go back to. I don't know that I covered it in the very first book I ever wrote, but definitely in the last three books that I've written, uh, there's a uh, kind of a nudge, nudge, wink, wink to the why are we still talking about crate Myrtle Massacre? Why are we still talking about crate murder to this day? And in those books and all those uh, writings we've done on the Internet over the years, one of the things that has always come true is that if you do one bare minimum pruning, Donald, it's just get rid of the seed pods, but we do that in January and February. We don't even think about it right now. Okay, another thing. What do you fertilize it with? Well, there are several crepe myrtle foods out there, but if you don't want to invest in a specific crepe myrtle food, um, usually any rose food works, any like high-blooming, middle-number, uh, phosphorus-rich fertilizers work great to keep it, uh, like, I think of things like Color Star, even though Color Star has their own crepe myrtle food. Um, it just depends on how specifically you want to feed it. Or um, people such as myself, I have, I don't remember how many feet, anywhere from 75 to 100 linear feet on the northern side of my property is nothing but crepe myrtles. And uh, I, I just don't touch them. I don't feed them. They do fine. They're okay with Mother Nature. I know we use a lot of compost as mulch around here, and I think compost is a na- natural way to feed crepe myrtles. It's just kind of like bare minimum feeding for me. Um, but if I have like leftover rose food, I'd use that. If I have leftover blooming plant food, they'll bottom line, they'll feed on just about anything. <laughs> How's that? That's great. Now, you don't spray, spray it on a tree later on, I just don't put it on the ground and water it in. There's both. There's granular you water in, there's liquid, there's like blue crystals that you mix with water and soak it in. Uh, those are the ones, those blue crystals are. Uh, very specific crepe myrtle food. I think of like Carl Pohl's crepe myrtle food, if you can ever find that. That's one of those blue crystal examples that I'm talking about. Uh, we've got to take a break for news, weather, and traffic, as promised. And um, I don't know, maybe you'll hear that one of those stingers that we call about in the business about me and crepe myrtle massacre. And Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Crate murder. It's, it's just, I've been doing this for 20 years, and it still astounds me to this day how many people still go back and cut the crate myrtles back to the same spot every year. Well, Randy... It's because they've overgrown the area. Well, then you planted the wrong size for that area. You shouldn't have to prune them back. Maybe that's a great New Year's resolution coming up for a lot of you out there. This is the year we finally stop the Crepe Myrtle Massacre. Could there be hope for us? 713-212-KTRH. Couple lines open. Who wants to be the first caller up when we come back from news, weather, and traffic? Right here on News Radio 740 KTRH. So we'll get to Robert Lamarck in a second, but a uh, quick little reminder, deer leaf season is upon us. Time to start looking for that new utility vehicle for the ranch, for the property, for the deer lease. How about a Kubota RTV utility vehicle? And you can get to a Lansdowne Moody and see why Kubota has been the number one diesel RTV in the USA for 12 years running. You can test drive one. You can learn why Kubota sets the standards for ruggedness and reliability. And uh, the Kubota utility vehicles give you the power and durability to tackle, I mean, the toughest task. We're talking workhorse right here. Lansdowne Moody. There are six locations that have the Kubota RTVs. By the way, they have diesel, they have gas, they have two, four passenger models. They even have climate-controlled cabs. I mean, seriously, deer lease, ranch work, roughing it's never been so easy with a climate-controlled cab. Lansdowne Moody is the number one Kubota dealer, so why not get to the closest one by going to the website lmtractor.com. L-M, as in Lansdowne Moody, lmtractor.com. Get over there and test drive one today. They have the special deals, the special financing offer only at these Lansdowne Moody's. And, of course, a little name dropping will carry a lot of weight. You can say, you know, you're already on Garden Line. You want to take advantage of the special deals, special financing offers that Garden Line listeners get. So I was doing a little research on my own about my boric acid solutions and, you know, my uh, definitely sugar ant. I was reminded of these little, ready? Yeah, y'all can laugh all you want, but we call it the roach ball recipe. Uh, where you take flour, chopped onion, half a cup of sugar, 16 ounces of the boric acid, mix it all together. Uh, you're going to add a little bit of milk to make it pasty, to make the balls, you know, how, how much milk, little milk you need to make 
little paste balls out of it and you make little marble sized paste balls and you throw them behind appliances or in nooks and crannies. Obviously you don't do this where you have pets, but it was reminding me that, uh, how old this advice is. <laughs> it came from no offense, Nick came from a producer. I had 16, no 14, 14 years ago, Jay Junker, um, before they moved to the Pacific Northwest, Jay was my producer. His wife was our promotions director and uh, they moved on to greater and bigger things up in like the Seattle area or was it Portland? I can't remember anymore. <laughs> I know they're in the Pacific Northwest because it's been 14 years, but he came up with the, he found this recipe for roach balls <laughs> and uh, definitely interesting little sidebar action here. So here's my question. Do you think we should like post that on the internet? I, I hesitate to post that on the internet because way too many people have pets around here listening to this program and I don't want the pets to get into those roach balls at all or small children for that matter. Robert is in Lamarck. Robert, good morning. You're on News Radio 740 KTRH. Good morning. If I wanted to uh, let you know when you were talking about mixing the recipes, I've been using a product called Eccles 40% boric acid roach tablets. I've been using them for many, many years. And um, they work, and uh, the roaches actually fight over them once you put the pills out in the garage or uh, in the corners in the house and such. The uh, roaches will come and nibble on them, and within uh, a short period, you'll find them just laying out dead. Yeah, well, I got to ask this question, and, and I'm not trying to put you in a bind here, but and I'm familiar with Harris roach tabs, which I'm sure are the exact same thing. Um, I've never seen it uh, for me, an Eccles roach tablet, but and now I'm going to guess they're one in the same or the active ingredients, basically one in the same, but here's my take on that. If you're having to use it that often, you got a bigger issue on your hand because for me, when I control roaches, usually it goes for years. When you do a roach control, it'll last for years. You shouldn't have to use it several times in a year. I use it about every 10 years. Oh, okay. You made it sound like you used it several times within a year when you no, first came uh, in with that. I was, going to tell you, I was going to tell you how long I've been using them, but you probably wouldn't believe me. I got married when I was 20 years old, and we lived in a garage apartment in a bunch of trees. And uh, I went and bought some, and I put out in the garage, came back down an hour later and literally the roaches were fighting over them. So, and I'm 72 years old and I got married when I'm 20. So that means I've been using it for 52 years. Okay. See, that sounds more logical to me because anytime I've ever noticed that if I ever had a, like an, if I just sensed I had a roach infestation, I would use the poofer thing in all my, um, uh, weep holes and cracks and crevices. If I found that, because I, you know, I know where they're going to be. But I'm kind of curious on whether, again, I've never seen the Eccles one. You see the Harris ones, Harris famous roach tablets all over this the place. One, yeah. The, the distinctive, is, like, yellow box. Yeah, this is a yellow and red box. It's made by the Kittridge Corporation in Los Angeles. Yeah, they're the same thing because uh, they're both 40%. You, you mentioned 40% for Eccles, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, Harris is also 40%. I'll bet you money, though. Eccles is cheaper than Harris. And just somebody can it's go test cheap. that for you. Like I said, you can, uh, I do the same thing. I put them in the weep holes 
pull them in the attic, behind the refrigerator. You know, you can put them out in the corners of the cabinets if you want to. But uh, uh, I've been using them for years, and and I live in the middle of a bunch of pine trees, so you can imagine what kind of infestation. Yeah, I see, I, I do too. That's why I've just that. But you caught me off guard because when you said I, you know, use it quite a bit, I'm thinking it a couple of times a year. And let me tell somebody that, and I'll use your information for that, and you can either back me up or not on this, Robert. But if we're talking, you have to use bait tabs more than two times a year or one, more than once a year, there's a bigger issue going on somewhere around that house. Yeah. So I, I honestly believe I have still roach tablets in different places that have been there for over 25 years. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure I want to come across those things. So, all right, well, appreciate that. Thank you for weighing in on that. That is a good reminder. Um, if you're interested in what I'm talking about, I know the Harris ones are more readily available just because from a marketing standpoint, it's the ones we see. Uh, but I like uh, Robert's mention of the Eccles one as well. And I did a quick little search on the Eccles. I've never seen that box before. I want to say it's EK. Yeah, I have to go back on this, don't I? Oh, I don't have it. I was going to say, how to, I think it's E-C-K-O-L-S, and maybe that echoes. But the quick thing that I saw, the one package of their 40% solution was like 3 bucks versus almost 6 bucks for the Harris one. So, by the way, Luke, this is an email for Luke, then I know we got to take a break. I know, I know. Um, Luke wants to sign up for the emails. Well, you simply go to ktrh.com while i'm on the air you should just click on the garden line word you know it takes you directly to the garden line pages um, when you get to those garden line pages there's a whole lineup of tip sheets we've done just click on one one that's of interest to you I don't care if it's of interest to you just click on one of them and then scroll down and on the right hand side there's all kinds of links one of them is where to sign up for the free weekly email tips this is the garden line i am randy lemon that is nick Lowe. he's taking your calls and putting you on the air and especially if you're nice to him at 713 713- 212-KTRH. Garden Line. It just grows on you. I got to uh, harvest out this old piece of information from my longtime producer a long time ago. Jay Junker and send it to him via Facebook to see whether he gets a kick out of finding this old recipe. I'm going to do this one more time. Uh, I'm going to kind of rattle off the recipe, uh, but just keep in mind that this, you don't want to do this if you have small animals, small children, all right? But if you want to make your own homemade roach balls, you need a cup of flour, a small onion chopped very finely, half a cup of sugar, and 16 ounces of boric acid. You mix all the ingredients together oh, and enough milk to make it kind of a pasty, play doughy type effect. Mix all those ingredients together, shape into marble-sized balls, and place behind appliances or like we were talking about, what was it with Robert? To put in dark places, cracks and crevices, and any place you think it's going to, a uh, roach may be. Here's Beverly and Seabrook with her own recipe. <laughs> What's up, Hi, Beverly? Um, for ants, or it'll work for roaches, too. Even if you don't eat them, if you fry an egg, fry any kind of meat, any kind of protein, 
You take the oil and little chop up little bits of the protein, add boric acid to it, put it in little uh, little cups or little bottle caps. You know, depending on if you got if you got of course, uh, you know, animals, you've got to secure the the cap with like a seal over it. Yeah, well, the, our, we have that homemade solution for pharaoh ants on line that talks about mixing peanut butter and syrup right. together so you get the sugar and the protein component because like you said people may not understand that sugar ants are not just after sugar sometimes they're after a protein so you cover both bases of both worlds so if i'm just doing the protein and they're after sugar i'm not doing anything but my experience they like bacon and eggs oh yeah they love bacon oh much better than peanut butter <laughs> But this is another. I'm not going to waste bacon on roaches and ants, though. I'm just no, I, not. I know, but it's part of a part of a <laughs> part of an egg. But this, but this is a recipe that if if you're ever if you go through a flood, if you've got you know under the sink, it, you didn't realize it was dripping, and you've got mold in there. This is an EPA slash University of Hawaii recipe. You can use it for sheetrock, but also can be used for wood, and it's a antifungal. Anti uh, termite uh, insect, and it's also an anti fire recipe in that if if flames come toward it, it will char but not burst in the flames. You take nine cups of water, a cup of uh, borate or borax, borax, and a teaspoon to a tablespoon of dishwashing liquid or surfactant. You brush it or paint it on the studs or the sheetrock. I have heard about that where there's an old recipe where somebody took 20 mule team borax. Mixed it with water and painted all the wood before they built the house out. That's yeah, that's what we did on a little building, and uh, I've done it on on sheetrock, uh, and it actually works. Excellent. And it basically borax is a salt. There you so go. I mean, it's weird. I cannot believe this whole thing started with getting rid of roaches this morning. First caller out of the barrel is he evolved in this huge boric acid discussion today. We'll be back with hour number three coming up. we can because we dig what we do good morning everyone this is the garden line i am randy lemon that over there is nick Lowe. he is the first person you're talking to he's the producer board op uh he is the one that keeps me in line all day and every day that we're working together when you call him first at 713-212-ktrh and we're not just focusing on one topic so just keep that hold on to that for a second when i explain this if anybody else wants to weigh in on the boric acid discussion, I'm okay with that. That's not the only calls we're taking. Uh, someone says, I'd like to call in with a question, but I don't have a question about the boric. No, don't worry about that. We're This is a normal, typical garden line day. It is not a best of. It's not a rerun. It is November 27th. It is 8.08 on November 27th, that craziest travel day of the year that Nikki and Sky Mike keep t- pointing out to us. Um, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not, I'm not traveling anywhere but from the studio back home into church this morning. So I've got you for the next two hours with all your garden line questions. 
212-KTRH. Sometimes we have to be a little bit uh, leery of the fact that we get on one topic and people think that's all we're talking about. No. We've got it all wide open for you. Do you need to talk about Virginia Button Week? Do you need to talk about what all you missed and, you know, what can we drop into the better late than never department in our lawn care and our winterization of the lawn, uh, deep refeeding the trees? Yes, it's time to prune the trees. Have you got that booked yet? So keep all that in mind, and we'll take all your calls at 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. I mentioned earlier, I think it was during the first hour, but I'll go into some more detail about it. Here we are about an hour and a half later, that our friends at Ace Hardware, the Greater Houston Ace retailers, if you'll check out their website, acehardwaretexas.com, they have their November super saving type sales going on. Those deals are good through November 30th. So today is the 27th, Monday's the 28th, Tuesday's the 29th, uh, Wednesday. So they're good through Wednesday and always while supplies last. Just keep that in mind because they've got... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Not just great deals on things you need to decorate the house for Christmas. This is the weekend to get that stuff, start stocking up, start putting things out, right? But they carry many of these products I've talked about today, whether it's to control the Virginia buttonweed, like the Bonide Weed Beater Ultra. Uh, if you missed the typical winterization time, they've got organic fertilizers, especially sweet green. Uh, many of them carry microlife. So the things that you need for your lawn, besides all the things you need for Christmas and decorating, Absolutely get to an Ace Hardware store today, tomorrow, through Wednesday, and take advantage of their November savings that you can read for yourself online at acehardwaretexas.com. And there's a 33 Greater Houston Ace Retailers Group that reach from Brenham to Beaumont, Port Arthur. And there's about, let's see, so there's one in Brenham and three in the Beaumont, Port Arthur. Take that. That's 29 in and around the Houston area alone. I think they can take care of you. So what do you want to talk about? Well, 
Brian in College Station wants to talk about cultivating catnip. This is just one of those crazy mornings, isn't it? All the rest of you could get in on the open lines behind Brian at 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Morning, Brian. Good morning. What's going on? Well, uh, my catnip is dying out. I guess it's cooler weather. The, the leaves are getting very, very tiny. They're not big like they used to be. And I can't carry the plant in the house because the cats tear it up, but they love it, and it means a lot to them. So I'm not quite sure how providing it for them through the winter months. Well, why can't you just take some of the leaves right now and dry them and make your own little sachets out of it? Uh, actually, because I thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, so most people dry the catnip. You just no, simply cut as many of those bunches yeah. as you can, hang them in the garage, okay. um, bundle them together and hang them in the garage, flowers pointing down, cool, dark place. They'll dry naturally, and then when the leaves are ready to crumble, you should know that, and then you can you can actually dry them in an oven, too, if you have to. Okay. Do you think this is something that would plant grow inside the garage also? Not without a dr- grow light. Yeah, okay. So if I get a grow light, then I should be okay. Yeah, if you get a grow light and, and you monitor them, you know, very consistent, just slightly moist soil on that. Should well, we, we did some catnip one time. It's about a year ago. Not even a year ago. So last spring, we did some catnip. But our our cats just, they they didn't know their limits. We oh, had they to, love it. They love it. <laughs> they, didn't, they, they didn't know their limits. <laughs> and so we uh, base. I had to pull it out. Bottom line, I think our cats were n- going way overboard with it. Well, that's the thing. You know, they're indoor cats. They don't. They're not allowed outside, so they have to have some kind of pleasure. Not just dry this. Stuff. You know, if you have enough, dry it and met it out, <laughs> meet it out over the next several months until we get around March, and you can start probably growing it again. Okay, great. All right. Interesting All right, well, question to get us much. started on the third hour this morning. <laughs> a little catnip discussion. Thanks for that, Brian. All right, uh, John is in Livingston up next. John, good morning. You're on News Radio 740 KTRH. Good morning, Randy. How are you this morning? I'm good. How can we help you? Randy, I got about one-third of my lawn has been inundated with nutgrass. Is there anything out there that will kill nutgrass but will not kill St. Augustine? Absolutely. I mean, there are nutgrass, sedge, S-E-D-G-E, nut sedge, specific herbicides out there. Um, if you will look for the names or things like sedge ender, um, sedge hammer, get it, sedge hammer. Um, and Monterey has one called nutgrass control. Uh, there are several different, they're all the same active ingredient. So, if, you know, you go to... I, Obviously, don't know. I'm not familiar with Livingston, but if they've got a feed store anywhere around Livingston, I'll bet you money they've got one of those nutgrass herbicides, or they can order it for you. And okay. the key to success, though, if anybody's listening to this program, it was the kind of the joke we told to start out the program this morning. Um, when I talk about weed control, nutgrass, Virginia buttonweed, crabgrass, goosegrass, dallasgrass, you name it, the weed control we talk about, how important getting a surfactant is here in southeast Texas. I have no idea what your water's like up there in Livingston, but if it's hard water, which I'm going to guess it is because the acid soils around you, um, Mm -hmm. 
then you're going to need to get a surfactant to go with this. A professional surfactant works much better than dish soap when you're trying to get specific with nutgrass herbicide control. Okay. Hey, I got another question for you. Mm-hmm. I got a garden that's about uh, 40 feet long and about 12 feet deep, 15, probably 15 feet. And I keep taking the leaves, you know, from the trees and putting it in the path, and after they rot, then I turn it into the soil, the garden soil, which is a little raised. Is there a fertilizer or something that you would suggest that would help me uh, grow my plants a little bit better? Well, I'd be careful on what kind of leaves you're putting in there. Too many leaves from oak trees, any a lot of nut trees, pecans, hickories, any of the trees like that is not a good mulch for a vegetable garden because the tannins in the soil, or t- tannins in the leaves, as they break down in the soil, they cause a little kind of little toxicity in the soil. Uh, to answer your question, though, if it's get away from the leaves, I would be like putting out serious layers of compost that feeds the soil and it feeds the vegetable gardens at the same time. So get more into compost for your vegetable garden and you should see a huge difference. I appreciate that, Randy. Thank you so much. Uh, my son got your book and uh, I really uh, think it's a great book. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. The book he mentions, Texas Tough Gardening. I haven't brought this up yet today. I have one last book signing of the season. Saturday, this coming Saturday, December 3rd at the Arbor Gate. I'll be there from around 11 till 2 doing the book signing. Then I want to join in on the party because it's their big Christmas open house, kind of their customer celebration they do every year, and it's a lot of fun. So if you're a longtime customer of the Arbor Gate and you've yet to get a copy of my book, Texas Tough Gardening, you're going to want to come be a part of this. I'll be there uh, Saturday, December 3rd, pretty much from 11 on. Uh, 11 to 2, 11 to one thirty ish definitely the book signing, and uh, we'll take it from there on the party because I'll have the whole family with me as well. Uh, Charlie and Porter, hang in there. We will be back in just a couple of minutes, and you will be the next caller up at 713-212-KTRH. You can grab the open lines. we got two of them right now, 713-212-KTRH. Randy Lemon, never bitter, always sweet. If I were going to do catnip under a grow light, I would opt to put it in vortex potting soil. The reason I bring that up is because it's peat-free and in a controlled environment, cooler, controlled environment, like that garage, if you can get a grow light, you're not going to have any worries about what the peat moss does to a lot of potting soils out there. And I love vortex for herbs and i love vortex for winter vegetables in pots so it makes kind of sense to me so to our caller from college station check out this website ladybugbrand.com ladybugbrand.com i do not know if there is a retail location in brian college station if there is it's going to be one place and brian one place only producers co-op and brian but Check out the website, ladybugbrand.com. There's a link there that shows you, I guess it says retailers. What does it say? Resource, retail locations. So you can check out the retail locations at ladybugbrand.com. And uh, I was going to double check and see whether or not their $500 giveaway is still going on. 
because I don't see it here. Hmm. That may have run its course. Bummer. That was fun to talk about. It's kind of like the Willy Wonka golden ticket, but I'm not seeing it on their main page anymore. Oh, nope. There it went. It just flashed up on me. <laughs> you can still win $500 if you find a ticket in a bag of Vortex or Revitalizer Compost. Revitalizer Compost, really good for vegetable gardens at this time of the year. A bag with a winning ticket could be at your local store waiting for you, it says. If you find that voucher, you win $500. And there's a link there at ladybugbrand.com. You can learn more about the $500 voucher. Uh, we'll get to Charlie and Porter momentarily. Let me give out the phone number for the couple of open lines that we do have, Charlie. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Uh, interesting topics today <laughs> from catnip to mangoes and roaches and roach control and everything, boric acid in between. So what's your question? Charlie was going to talk about uh, satsumas, uh, but everything is fair game from weed control to lawn care, as just witnessed by the caller up in Livingston, too, talking nutgrass uh, out the wazoo, apparently, in his yard. And I really, and unless you know you have what I would consider to be soft water, I don't know where in the state of Texas that there's that, other than maybe Brazos Valley, that there's that soft of water. You definitely need to think about adding a surfactant to any kind of weed control, and especially sedge, especially nutgrass control. Think about how slick those leaf blades are. Think about how much, how narrow the surface area is that needs to be treated, and you'll understand the importance of surfactancies. Charlie Porter, good morning. How you doing? What's up? Well, I uh, went to Louisiana a week or two ago and picked up some Satsuma oranges, which we really enjoy at our house, but... Uh, and I also picked up a couple of trees that were like three-gallon buckets. And I was kind of wanting to know when's a good time to transplant them out of the bucket into the ground. And is there a particular location in your yard, you know, sun, partial sun, full sun, whatever. Uh, is there any tricks to that? that um, uh, look, if, if you could guarantee me we're not going to get any freezes, and you're a reporter, <laughs> that we're not going to get any freezes for the next 30 days, then you could transplant it now. Most Satsumas can handle mid-20 degree temperatures. Um, but if you have the wherewithal to protect them, move them, baby them, care for them for the next three months, I would prefer you did that. Okay. So put them in the ground now, so to speak. Yeah, you, yeah. Hear me out one more time. I if heard you, about the you want to and you <laughs> promise you'll protect them, yes. If you don't have, you, you're not confident that we're not going to get any freezing weather, even protecting them on 32 degree nights, I'm saying keep them in the container and baby them for the next three months. Oh, okay. Okay. If so. you are going to plant them outside, you will have to own up to the responsibility of probably protecting them on anything below 25 degrees for several hours. I got you. I got you. Because in Porter, you got you're going to be colder than I am in Midtown Houston. Right, right. We, we're always a couple of degrees cooler. Anyway. It just really depends on what kind of work you plan on putting into it. Well, you know, what's necessary, I guess. But uh, well, if it if you feel it's necessary, you can plant them right now. But you got to promise you're going to do a great job of protecting them in the winter yeah. months. Is there a particular uh, fertilizer if I do put them in the ground? There are actually several really good uh, fertilizers out there. I would probably tend to uh, put a, a granular organic fertilizer like MicroLife, citrus food, in the 
planting medium for these citrus trees, but I wouldn't worry about feeding them again until we lightly prune them in March. Here's the other thing. You probably don't know this. I'm going to guess, but you cannot let that thing produce fruit next year. You need to prune off every fruit, every bloom that comes around. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. Is there, what, what's the reason for that? You focus the, on all citrus trees. I wrote this in my book, Texas Tough Gardening. You focus all the growth capacity on the root system so it'll grow leaves, grow leaves, grow leaves, and then that way, after about two years, it'll finally start producing. Most people, you could, if you got more than one tree, you could test this on your own. You can grow one and remove the fruit and grow one and not remove the fruit. And you'll notice in the next five years, the one that you didn't remove the fruit on is lanky. It's not near as productive on the leaf and not near as sturdy, not near as much leaf growth. And the reason is, is because it focused all energy on just the couple of fruit that it was trying to produce versus just roots and just leaves. Ah, okay. All right. I did not know that. That's a good question. I mean, a good answer. I didn't uh so uh, any blossom as opposed to fruit I mean, well you're gonna you're gonna miss out, all the blossoms so a little fruit will produce on some of the blossoms and that you need to remove those so it's any blossom any fruit uh, so that it doesn't get above marble size if you can get them off before they get any bigger than marble size you're doing a good thing for the citrus trees 713-212-KTRH is the number. We're going to take a break. Look at the clock for news, weather, and traffic. We do the top and bottom of every hour here on News Radio 740 KTRH. When we come back, Gene in Spring is lined up to be next. Uh, maybe not, because we didn't take Gene before the news break. He just hung up. So that opens Gene's line. Got Barry's line, got Gene's line. Got several lines open. You can grab them right now at 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. All right, let's get back at it because we've got a full board of calls, so let's get as many as we can in this segment. Maybe save one or two to the final segment of this hour, and then we'll down to one last hour of Garden Line for this weekend. Don't forget, December 3rd, last Randy Lemon book signing to the public of the season. i got a couple of private events, you know, Homeowners Association, um, a garden club I'll be talking to and doing book signings there, but those aren't open to the public. December 3rd at the Arbor Gate. FM 2920, a mile and a half west of 249. If you get a chance. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're going to want to come on out for that. It is the final book signing, public book signing of the season for me. Uh, because then it's going to get nuts Christmas time. So you might want to get those signed books specifically for someone. Um, next weekend, I will talk to you about, uh, before I head on over to the Arbor Gate, all the nurseries, garden centers, Ace Hardware stores that I know, I, I will know come Friday this coming week, who is stocked with the books. So if you can't make it to the Arbor Gate book signing, I'll at least be able to tell you where you can get books for Christmas gift giving season. The book is Texas Tough Gardening. Um, I was talking to the gentleman 
from Porter about uh, removing the citrus for the first couple of years. And he didn't know that, but that's all in the book, plus all the right citrus for this area. I should have asked him what varieties of Satsuma he got. I wonder if he knew that. Here's Mark in Richmond. Morning, Mark. You're on News Radio 740 KTRH. Right, good morning, Randy. Hey, thanks for your everything that you do. I really do appreciate that. Thank you. But my question, yeah, my question is, you know, I, I have back surgery and then other medical issues, hip replacement I got to get done, but I can't get into my garden right now, and I have weeds in there. So, is there anything that I can put in there that's going to be friendly for the springtime to kill the weeds? You can put out a big thick layer of mulch or compost, and that'll cover up the weeds and decompose them naturally if that's what you're looking at if you want to spray the weeds and let them die off you only need two weeks of decomposition uh with most glyphosate or even vinegar-based herbicides to get in there and start doing gardening so anything you kill right now then i would cover up with mulch and you're good for three months out there all right hey you answered my question does that make sense Yes, sir. Yes, right. sir, it does. Don't think about it in terms of, like, if you use the typical grass weed-killing herbicides, those have the ability to break down in the soil in under two weeks. And if you put a compost or a mulch on top of that, it's going to even be better okay. and faster. All right. All right. Hey, I do appreciate your time. You bet. Thank you. Here's Gene in spring. He called back. Gene, good morning. Hey, good morning, Randy. Listen, if I wanted to propagate some oak trees off of uh, off of acorns that I collect, uh, what do I have to do? I'm aware of the worm problem or the boars, but I don't know what to do about it. Um, good question. I mean, the first thing you got to do is however many you're going to collect. If you collect like 100 of them, you're going to put them in a big old five-gallon bucket of water. Wait about 15, 20 minutes, and everything that floats to the top we throw away. Okay. Then we take all the ones that have sunk to the bottom, take those out, dry them off. If you're drying them off and they feel mushy, soft, any way, shape, or form, throw those away. And then you would take our leftover hard acorns and put them in a Ziploc. Well, um, if you can find a way to like put some vermiculite or maybe a, a rich little potting soil around them, like the Vortex, in a Ziploc bag and put them in the um, refrigerator for one month. Okay. There's a stratification that goes on there, and then they're good to plant in little one-gallon pots with a really good, rich, um, like, I love rose soil for propagating trees with propagating the acorns. Does all okay. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. I, I had picked up one acorn and it uh, off of a tree, and it looked like it had a little sprout coming out of it. Well, you can try and, that um, in a uh, – actually, let me back up. This is worth going into. You can, like, let's say we started with 100-plus – acorns maybe 30 of them are chunked so now we're you know dealing with 80 70 acorns we want to test we do 35 in its own little potting medium to get them started and do the other 35 in the ziploc bag that i was just talking about stage it see which one works best for you sometimes in this region as you noted they may just spark on their own well, the one that I uh, that had the little sprout coming out of it, uh, I had it in my uh, in my truck, and uh, the very next morning, I noticed there was a a worm had come out of it, and uh, I'm assuming that was bad. Yeah, now, and I I'll, I'll bet you that if you did, you know, if you did that in normal capacity, it would probably um, it would probably been thrown away because it was soft somewhere. Why the worm hit, 
hit it. Uh, the, Even though it was sprouting. If you propagate this, the, well, the, the sprout will come out from the bottom, and that we should have gotten into a potting soil and just you know half submerged where the little tip of the acorn is just sticking out of the soil. Okay. Well, look, I appreciate your information. Actually, I'm, I'm sorry. I did that backwards. <laughs> where you want the, the tip of the acorn down in the soil where the, the little uh, growth is sticking out of the soil by the little half inch or so that it was. My brain just went on numbness. But you're only like only a, like a quarter of an inch of that acorn should be sticking out of the soil. Okay, so it should be, but it should be sticking out. And yeah, the green the part or the little uh, root. The Well, it's not a root, but that's going to be actually a tree. That's the tree side that you're seeing on the propagation level. The roots will come out of a, what you would consider the top of an acorn. Okay, so uh, you should plant them with that. Uh, I would plant them in a the really cup. good garden soil because okay. it's going to be tree-like roots eventually. Uh, most people that try to use potting soil and heavy on vermiculite type potting mediums, they end up, and anything with peat moss in it, they end up rotting out these acorns. Okay. So you want to give it sun, but not too much sun where you, you're you starting a bunch of them. You can start a bunch in one container, and then as you start seeing you know, some growth come out, then you can, you know, garden spade just one at a time out and into its own little one gallon container yeah grow them in little one gallon containers for a while i'd say when they get about two feet or taller that's when we want to do what we want to do with them whether we're going to move them up into a bigger container or whether we're going to put them in the ground Okay, and just to be clear to back up a second when you plant the acorn you want that tip sticking up out of the ground you want the you want the the top in the soil, and you want the rounded part sticking up out of the ground. Yeah, okay, all right. But that's why it's easier to do that stratification, like you just saw. If you can find uh, half of them in a little, you know, vermiculite in a Ziploc bag, you're going to see which ones are going to sprout for you. And when you get the sprouts, those are the ones we're going to plant in little one-gallon containers immediately. All right. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Yeah, Randy. it's Have fun. It's a fun experiment. I've done it before. I did it my son, son, it was like a good nine years ago with my son. And um, we ended up moving and leaving them all behind. <laughs> well, there are a couple of uh, historic trees that I wanted to try to do. But the reason there. I want you to do the, the stratification thing is that, like you do the for a month in the refrigerator – those are the ones you're going to find out are the toughest and hardiest. Okay. The sprout from that. All right. Well, thanks for your information. I appreciate it. And then it. do um, do a little research on it. There's some really good visual images from a website called WikiHow. Okay. If you want to like see visually what all they're doing. And then you can get the details on time limits on Ziploc bagging them with a soil medium in there. Anything else? Oh, that'll do it. All right. Good Thanks. luck with that. Uh, we're going to go to Andy and Brazoria next, and then I'll have to save Paul for the next segment. So hang in there, Paul. Andy is in Brazoria. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Randy. Uh my wife grows palmarias by the dozens, 
but we kind of inherited three plants from one of our, my daughters who was moving, and they all have uh, the leaves are all turning yellow. Well, probably after that forty degree nights, absolutely. Well, that might be it, but they all had this kind of a reddish. They look like somebody shot the underside of the leaf with a with a uh, an, an oily BB gun with no BB in it. You know what I mean? Just it's just little little dots, and they're kind of reddish. Do they rub off, or are they embedded in the leaf? No, they do not rub off. I okay, then that's probably leaf scorch. That's, leaf that's scorch. Really- shows up in little red dots little yellow round brown red brown yellow red dots but i mean they're very small dots mm. uh, uh, leaf scorch is normally and it doesn't i'm not talking leaf scorch from the sun leaf scorch is because there's too much salinity in the soil and uh, the root systems have the inability to suck up enough water to handle the hot summer days so when the soil is too salty, and in Brazoria County, I can see that, um, depending on where they came from, coastal, well, they, coastal they, areas they, experience, they, experienced the I high have, salinity. These were, prob- these were probably cuttings off some of my wife's plants. Okay. You know how they break off, and you can just stick them in the soil, and they'll grow. There's also there's a phosphorus deficiency that manifests <laughs> itself with the red spots on the backside. Uh, they usually like dark red, tinged with purple. No, it's not that. Uh, okay, then I'm going to tell you it's probably it is, leaf scorch due to high salinity in the soil. Well, guess what? We got some 40-degree nights coming again. May not be as low 40s as it was. It may be close to like 48, 49 for you in Brazoria. Uh, but it is now time to move them. And if you're, you're going to tell me you're one of these people that never moves them, then you're going to have to you can just deal with the loss of the leaves anyway. There's yeah, nothing I you can do them, about it right I, now. I, I, I still lose the leaves. I, I actually put up, because she's got so many of these cotton big things. <laughs> I, I have a 20 by 20, one of these. Uh, oh, your little storage, your little greenhouse? Yeah, well, it's just a, it's actually a, 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 a tent. It's a portable garage. There you go. That, that I put up every fall and take down every spring. Okay, well, if um, if I saw that or you could get a picture to, like, the plumeria experts, they'll probably tell you it is the leaf scorch, and if that is the case, then you have to improve or take away the salinity in the soil. The best way to do that is when you go to water these things, let's start using Medina Soil Activator or Medina Plus. Let's break down the salt content in the soil, and that could, should fix that right away. This is the Garden Line, News Radio 740, KTRH. Again, Paul, Spring Branch, hang in there. You will be up next. Got Randy Lemon? You've got a case of horny citrus. Let's do it. All right, we'll get back to, as promised, Paul in Spring Branch. Good morning, Paul. You're on News Radio 740 KTRH. Hanging out. Thank you, Randy. What's going on? I've got um, brown turkey and celeste figs. A fig bush tree, I'm not sure which one, but about five foot tall. And they drop their leaves after the heat of the summer and all. And now they're coming back out and fruiting. Is that just a second? I don't think they've... I, don't doubt, I, don't they'll, gonna... may, I doubt they'll come to fruition, to use right. the word fruit so here. Should I pick uh, them off? And, you just so should just... prune them off whenever you see them at this time of the right. year. Okay. So 
of like what you're talking about with your citrus. Yeah, and that's not the same concept in Evans, but uh, you just want to keep it on in a normal cycle. And so right now it thinks it's supposed to cycle because of the goofy weather we've had since <laughs> yeah. August. And so it's thinking it needs to put on a crop again. The weather has put it in that position, but you don't want to let it put it on a crop because it's it won't make it anyway if we get a really serious cold front. Right. Um, other thing is I have that. There's a place that grows mushroom. So outside they dump all their material that they've used for growing mushrooms. Is that a useful material to use? For some people it is. Not for me because it's not real compost. It's really what the industry, like the soil experts in the industry call it spent mushroom substrate. Okay. It's But they, it they call it mushroom food. compost as a marketing ploy to get you to buy it. Um, okay. And if you think about it, it has been treated with all kinds of weird stuff from just sodium uh. to other bacteria to get specific mushrooms to grow. And I just find it to not be that helpful when we have really good compost yeah. that are sold from nature's way to living earth i just mentioned to the ground up so we have plenty of really good compost out there if you want real compost um the chemicals that are in there to get to the mushrooms along with all the just so many different things they have in there i don't think it's worth it there are some tomato farmers out there that live by this stuff I don't know anybody personally, personally, that can swear by it. Most of the soil experts I know say stay away from it. because we dig what we do i was just looking at a a post that one of our marketing guys robert posted about christmas trees at buchanan's um when you get to the independent nurseries and garden centers that we talk about that we love that we want to give kudos to they go out of their way to help the garden line audience um you that's where you want to get your christmas trees this year so like that one's in buchanan's if you're in the heights if you live anywhere on up and down 249 from say you know, spring cypress, Luetta, all that area, all those homes. You need Christmas trees. You want the freshest ones possible. Nikki and I got into this discussion yesterday about, you know, keeping the Christmas trees fresh. It just requires water. And also, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It requires you getting a tree that was taken care of the minute it hit the ground from the truck, from the refrigerator truck to the nursery, like plants for all seasons. That's why I said 249, Luetta, anywhere in that region. If um, you want a fresh Christmas tree, I would stop on there today, stop by there today, next couple of days. Uh, as soon as they hit the from the truck to plants for all seasons, they got cut, they got put into water, and they have been kept fresh with water since that day. So you know you're getting the freshest Christmas trees, trees that's going to stay fresh for you when you get to these independent nurseries and garden centers like Plants for All Seasons. Plus, they have everything I've talked about today. I can think of the compost, the mulches, the soils for transplanting, for propagating. What else do we talk about? The right weed killers for like things like the Virginia buttonweed. Um, they have the fruit tree food we've talked about. They big providers of the microlife. By the way, they're one of the very few providers of microlife in bulk discount purchasing. What I mean by that, uh, you buy a seven pound jug of microlife from them. You come back after you use it, you come back and refill it for a fraction of the cost. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they do that bulk, not just in the 624 green label, but they do the bulk in the 624 fruit and vegetable. Our, our sharp fruit and nut tree type food. So check out Plants for All Seasons at 249 for the fresh Christmas trees and everything I've talked about today. 249, just south of Jones Road. Um, if you take the Luetta exit, you go through Luetta on the feeder. If you're coming from the northwest part, you exit Luetta and do a UE right underneath there, and you pop out right there at Plants for All Seasons. If you need more information, uh, check out their website. Just, you know, Basic information, the products they carry, uh, address, what they do year-round. Go to plantsforallseasons.com. So that's good. I'm glad we got reminded of that. I mean, the independent nurseries and garden centers that I've talked about today and then some that I maybe haven't talked about, those are where you get your fresh Christmas trees. And that was part of the discussion Nikki and I had yesterday. Stay away from those mass merchandisers where the trees are nailed to boards. Those things are already half dried out. And they're only going to get worse when you get it home. So there's ways, other ways you can check for the suppleness of the, the needles. You grab one of the one of the pine needle limbs, pull towards you. And if only a few green ones come out, it should be fine. If a ton of dried green ones come out on that pull, then you know to stay away from that Christmas tree. But as we've gone through the year, those independent nurseries and garden centers that we have you know, showered love upon, and want you to go visit. Those are where you're going to find the freshest Christmas trees, I can assure you. Unless you go cut your own. We have several Christmas tree farms around the region. Those trees are a certain type of pine that don't look anything like these nobles, firs, and 
the specialty ones that come from North Carolina and Washington State and Michigan. So what we can grow here in Christmas Tree Farm is not necessarily anything looking like what you think of the Christmas trees that are at the Independent Nurseries and Garden Centers. That's just a heads up. Really, once you decorate a Christmas tree, it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> People aren't commenting on the style, of the, the type of Christmas tree you have once it's covered with ornaments. I'll catch my drift on that. And I'm still, I'm not a anti-flocking of Christmas trees type of person. I prefer the natural so the smell sticks around longer. That's just me. The pine trees in the house, uh, the, the Christmas trees in the house, that's a smell I love at Christmas time. When you flock a Christmas tree, you're basically suppressing that smell, that odor. All right, so let's do this. Let me get out the phone number now that I got all that Christmas tree stuff off of uh, my plate and I wanted to talk to you about everything else having to do with Garden Line. Been a fun and interesting day to say the very least, from catnip to mangoes to everything about boric acid and borax and anything in between on insect control along those lines. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. We have some lines open for you right now. We're going to take our first break early this hour because I want to create a, a time where we can do nothing but calls during the next segment. Uh, but you need to light up the phone lines for that to come to fruition as well. 713-212-KTRH. I know you got a question, and let me just remind you, this is our final hour for the weekend. If you don't get it in now, uh, you're going to have to wait until Saturday, December 3rd, uh, as early as 6 a.m., because we do it from Saturday, we do it both Saturday and su- Sunday morning, from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. exclusively here on News Radio 740 KTRH. So don't put it off because we're down to our last 45 minutes uh, for this weekend at 713-212-KTRH. This green thumb don't wash off. Garden Line with Randy Lemon. Bussy. Bust. Really, do we have two questions on the same subject matter? That is crazy coincidence. Who did we say was going to be up first? It would be Janice, right? All right. So Janice, let's see if I can pull this off. Janice, say good morning to Betty. Betty's in Clear Lake. Janice is in Beaumont. Y'all say good morning to each other. Good morning. Yeah, that's fun. We get to put both of Y'all both had the exact same question, so I thought I'd put you on at the exact same time. All right, but I'll let, since Janice was there first, I'll let her ask her question, and then I'll say, Betty, was that your question too? Go ahead, Janice. Apparently, I had three cypress trees planted within 10 feet of my house when it was built. And now then, I have knees all over, and they are impacting my driveway. One section's been raised up about an inch and a half. Is there any alternative than to take those trees down? I would take a tree down that's two feet from a foundation first and foremost before I ask Betty whether that covered her category because I want you to focus on this, that a tree that close to foundation is not good in the long run. Uh, After you take a, a, a cypress tree out, then you can start cutting the knees away. Uh, that's not going to fix the driveway or the sidewalk over time, but at least it'll keep from the foundation from being a problem. Will they eventually die, or is there any way? Yeah, they will eventually rot out if if you hack it, hack <laughs> hack at them. You know, axe them away. They're going to have to be cut. You're not going to get them all 
down under the ground, but the top knees can be axed away. All righty. All right. I now, it. I'm going to guess that wasn't exactly your question, Betty, was it? Well, in a way, it is because my flower bed has been totally invaded by huge cypress knees from my neighbor's cypress tree. Okay, so you can't cut his tree away, but you can well, cut away those knees whenever you want to. Well, he's having his tree taken down this week, thank you. Okay, then, then after the tree's taken down, uh, axe away, you know, hatchet away those knees. I don't think I'll live long enough. <laughs> that many, huh? They're, they're huge. Well, will they keep growing at they all? They shouldn't once the tree's removed. If you can sever the roots, if they can have that stump ground where you're severing the roots from that, they should stop. Okay. They don't send up new trees from those knees and like that. They, but they, the knees are roots that just keep growing if the tree is still active. But if they, they'll sever at that root and the stump grinding, it shouldn't be a problem. Okay, because they've headed towards my sprinkler system and... Uh, you know, wound around, drain things with water. And, uh, and this is something you I'm, hire a landscape crew to come in and axe out as many of those knees as possible. Okay, don't know if I can afford it or not. There's so many of them. But well, there's not you. a chemical treatment without killing everything in the area. Well, okay. Oh, uh, I, I don't mind killing everything to get rid of them. All right, so well, every, you would still have to axe out? open, you know, cut open some flesh in that root system to apply brush killer herbicide but it's not something i recommend highly okay my son said uh, drill holes and put gasoline in them and that no ma'am don't work. do that again environmentally not so sound uh yeah. you were janice i think you were trying to ask something as a follow-up to that well uh the tree people had said well oh we could treat them but uh whatever Mostly well, that's what I'm talking about. It's talking about in, uh, making cuts in those root systems and then treating with brush killer herbicide. But that brush killer herbicide will get all over the area and start leaching in the area, and then you won't be able to plant anything in there for six years ever again. Um, oh, okay. By the way, ladies well, and gentlemen, now you know why I do not recommend cypress trees around foundations, around most landscapes. If you have, like, water areas, you know, ponds, that's the area to put in ponds, riverways, bayous, things like that, but cypress trees should never be planted that close to a foundation ever. But ladies and gentlemen, you can remove the knees whenever you darn well want to. Don't let them get out of control like these ladies are talking about. Knock the knees down whenever you want to, whenever you can. All right, here is uh, Ms. D in Conroe. What's up, Ms. I was in your neck of the woods yesterday, Ms. D. Yeah, you were what? I was at Conroe Golf Carts. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I am I am trying to plant some uh, trees. I planted five years ago the the little orange uh, uh, tangerines. I guess it's called the, the Satsuma. Satsuma. Yes, and I got the first six out of that tree, and I put it. I took it while it was turning yellow, and I set it by my window just for a week. And then when I peeled it off, it was dry, dry yeah. all over. What happened? Did I overwater? Well, Satsumas, interestingly enough, need to be harvested when they still have a little bit of green in them. Um, if you let them go from green to orange to yellow, you've let them go too long, and they dry out. They get pithy, P-I-T-H-Y. They get pithy inside. <clears throat> okay. Now, my grapefruit tree uh, is about the uh, six years old, and it's 
loaded down all over with grapefruit, and the lamps were so hanging down, touching the ground, so I decided I was going to give it a pruning. So I turned back branches and leaves around it so the sun could hit it and everything. But I don't know if it's I don't know when this grapefruit stops growing. And well, I interestingly enough, you can keep a, uh, grapefruits on a limb. Like you cut a whole limb off with several grapefruit on it and then go put it in the garage for a few days. It'll, it'll actually get sweeter a week later if you put it in a cool, dry area with the limb and the leaves still attached to it. Okay. Did I tune back? Too many leaves. I'm not looking at it. I have no idea. Well, when I look at the nature of how it was growing, leaves covering covering it all over from the sun, I said, I wonder if there was a purpose. I wouldn't worry too much about it because at this time of the year, the the it's going to start shutting down. You want to harvest all the fruit off of it over the next couple of weeks, or before we get a first freeze. You're in Conroe. You're going to know when we get our first freeze. Um, you want to get much fruit off as possible. It can handle mid-30s, upper 30s, uh, that fruit on there. We're going to do a major pruning on a grapefruit tree in March and into February, 1st of March anyway. So I'm not like going to let this worry me too much beyond getting to the end of February. Okay, so I'll go cut it with the some of the branches. Yeah, you're to get the weight from box. those branches hanging down. Let's cut a branch here or there with a ton of fruit on it, and let's take it to a storage, you know, uh, laundry room, garage, whatever you've got. You can keep it dry, keep it yeah. cool, and let it can continue to ripen just a little bit more. Okay, thank you again. Now, do I put any fertilizer Not right now. Trees? We will do I that when mark. we prune the tree. March. February, into February, 1st of March. I said this a couple of hours ago, and I'll say it again. It's it's my way to keep you listening to the radio program. I will yeah. let y'all know when it's time to prune the fruit trees. Y'all just keep listening. Get hooked up with us on Facebook. Get hooked up with us on our weekly email tips. And I will let y'all know when it's time to do all these things. Uh, that's one of the neat aspects, attributes of Garden Line. Because, uh, you know, we're just an in- information conduit and it'll keep you listening. And if it keeps you subscribed to the weekly email tips, if it keeps you, keeps you hooked up with us on Facebook, following us, you know, it's all gravy for us. But uh, it's just a great invitation to be a part of Garden Line for uh, more than just this one weekend or someone who passes through. You say, oh, that was a gardening show. Let me ask him my question. Um, this way we can keep up with everything that needs to be done and when exactly it needs to be done. Just like what I've been talking about for the last several weeks in terms of the winterization of the lawn or lack thereof now uh, that way if you stay tuned keep up with us any way shape or form we'll tell you what needs to be done we'll tell you when it's never too late to do the right thing i'm not going to panic about the pruning that i did right now to harvest off the fruit because we're going to clean it up anyway Allen and Cypress hang in there. Look at the clock. It's uh, right there at 930. we got to do news, weather, and traffic at the bottom of the hour, too. When that is done, we come back with Allen and a couple more calls that we can fill in right now. A couple of open lines at 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Two more segments of Garden Line coming up. I promised uh, Alan and Cypress he'd be up next. A couple of messages before we get back to Alan. And fill in a couple of open lines for the final segment until we get to 10 o'clock. 
because that's it until Saturday. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I know I'm not going to be around a computer very much this week. So don't rely on emails. You need to get your question in right now. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. It's also um, one, well, not even a week, December 3rd, Saturday, this coming Saturday, last book signing of the season for me, public book signing. I got a couple of private, a garden club here and a homeowners association there. Uh, a couple of private book signings, but with the new book, Texas Tough Gardening Out, um, if you need it for Christmas gifts, you want it signed personally to somebody, you need to come see me at the Arbor Gate this coming Saturday from 11 to about 2 o'clock. Then there's their, their um, open house party. And then the last thing I want to mention, and some tells me, that I've got maybe two. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Two more weekends to remind you of this. In other words, once for me 2016 is over, this deal is no longer on the table for you. And that's to become a partner plan member with Village Plumbing and Home Services. So the last couple of weekends I get to mention for $99. I'm guessing that means that the price goes back up to $199 next year, but that's just a wild guess on my part. So don't put it off any longer. You get the spring and the fall visit. You get the plumbing visit, those three visits for just $99. And then when things need to be fixed, things need to be worked on, you get special price breaks on parts and services and installation, and you get priority service because you're signed up as a Village Partner Plan member at 713 Repairs for $99. It's the best $99 you'll ever spend on your home. 713 repairs. That's 713 repairs. All right. As promised, here is Alan in Cyprus up next. Oh, I, if I hit the right button, we'll try that. Take two. Alan, Cyprus, good morning. Good morning, Randy. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you listening. What's up? Um, I uh, got a pool put in, um, and I was doing some landscaping, and I put in a, a palm tree that I got from Houston Garden Center. Do you know what kind of palm? Uh, I, I don't know exactly. Um, it's, it's similar to like a queen palm um, or a Chinese fan palm. Okay, um, a queen palm and a Chinese fan palm look nothing alike. <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know. It, it it looks like your standard palm tree with big 
webbed fronds. Okay, and long that's stalks. more like a Mexican fan palm, not a Mexican a, fan. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. a queen palm. Um, anyway, I when I planted it, the the stalks for the fronds were long, beautiful. It was as tall as my fence, uh, and as the fronds would die, I would trim off a row, and new growth would come in. Um, but the stalks just got shorter and shorter and shorter, and now it's you know waist height, and I'm just trying to figure out what I might be doing wrong because um, it's not growing long stalks anymore. Um, I would need to see that. I would need to look at the crown inside what's coming out um, before. I, there's no way to diagnose that without seeing what you're seeing. Okay. Um, what part of town you live in? Cyprus. Cyprus, yeah. Um, I would take some pictures of it and either get it to a, a full-blown nursery garden center that knows what they're talking about versus a mass merchandiser where you buy them and yeah. see if you can get a pair of eyes on that and see what is going on. Like, um, even though you're in Cyprus, I know that uh, you have to figure out what days he's there on staff, but if you'll get to like the Arbor Gate on FM 2920, when I lived mm-hmm. in Cyprus, that's where I went all the time uh, just because I knew they had the right products, the right plants, and the staff that could help identify things. Uh, you go show those pictures to Professor Seth and see what he says. Uh, other than that, until I saw I mean, you could try to post some pictures of it, but I need to, you would really need to see the interior core, that crown, yeah. to get an idea of what's going on there. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. You bet. And uh, sorry, but that's just, it's got to be seen. No worries. Have a good one. All right. You bet. Yeah, like for anybody who lives in Cyprus and you think, there's not a full-service nursery or garden center around these parts. Uh, Really, it's no big deal hopping up, whether it's Mooshki or Cypress Rose Hill from Cyprus and popping up to 2920 and getting towards Tomball uh, when you have somebody there who they've hired to answer questions, much like what I do. Uh, He's a fun guy, too, and he... uh, people love going and talking to him just as much as they love calling this program and calling here. So, you know, when you can get a pair of eyes on it, it may not even be him. It's a palm tree. Uh, they have someone on staff there occasionally. I think she's just on the weekends though. And, uh, that's the former, uh, director of the Mercer Arboretum, Linda Gay. She knows a lot about palm trees as well. Now, if you lived in a different part of town, but Alan was in Cyprus, I would probably have him go somewhere else. But, uh, for this particular reason, I think you need to get a pair of eyes on it. 713-212-KTRH is our number, 713-212-5874. Actually, I think I can sneak in one more call on this break and get one more call on the board to even things out. I'm going to do Carol in Galveston because she's been there longer than Steve and Glenn Flora. And then Steve and hopefully one other will be our final call during the last segment of today's program. Carol, good morning. You're on News Radio 740 KTRH. Hey, good morning. Um, I was calling. I planted a lime tree a couple of years ago in Galveston, and it's really bushy and full, but it's never produced any limes. And I have a smaller lime tree and a lemon tree in Houston, and they are producing now. And I don't know if I need to plant another citrus tree or no. fertilize or do something. Let's talk about where you got this from or whether you grew it from a seed. Where did this lime tree come from? It came from Tom Thumb Nursery in Galveston. So, um, How many years ago was this? Probably about three. I mean, it's the thing is like taller than me. It's probably five feet tall, and it's it's like more like a big giant shrub now. Okay. And are you pruning it at the right time of the year? Uh, when is the right I'll time? I'll take of that year? as a no. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, yes. Uh, are you? What are you feeding it? Uh, water. 
Okay, there's your answers right there. Pruning and feeding are essential in convincing it it's time to bloom, thus set fruit. So good news is you don't have to do anything about it right now. The good news for me is I'm going to keep you as a listener for a long time now because you need to stay tuned to us. You need to, we've said this a couple of times today. It's kind of been the fun theme of the day. You need to get hooked up with us on our weekly email tips. You need to follow us on Facebook because we will tell you when to do the pruning of the citrus trees. Okay. In Galveston, same time period as the Houston area. We will tell you how to feed those citrus trees and when to feed those. And that first feeding comes up when we do the pruning on the citrus okay. trees. So even if I prune it just because I prune it at the top just so I can reach it. You will do that in, in into February, March. You, okay. There's nothing to harvest right now. So why would you need to prune it for reachability? Right. I mean, it was just like I didn't prune the bottom ever, but and I didn't know if that would impact the bottom from not producing. When uh, when we get around to the end of February, as I I think I brought this up maybe an hour and a half, maybe over an hour ago for sure. Um, if you hook up with us on Facebook or get our weekly email tips, I've made the promise and I will fulfill that promise. In February, sometime right around the first of February, we're going to do a combination. When well, I say combination, but a a culmination of all kinds of tip sheets, any any type of fruit tree pruning tip sheet that I can um, endorse, we're going to put together in a you know fruit tree pruning, fruit tree care tip uh, tip sheet in early February. Okay. You can also get a copy of my book next time you go to Tom's Thumb. There's a big section I, on citrus in that book alone. Okay, that's great. I will. Thank you. Okay. But good excuse to stay tuned to Garden Line on weekends, not just during the spring months, but definitely year-round. Because we'll tell you what needs to be done and when it needs to be done, and we'll tell you if it's never too late to do the right thing on this program. It is a little bit early. No, it's right on time. Look at that, 945 just hit. 945, time to take a break. Don't want to take it too late so that we can uh, get in a couple more calls at 713 212 KTRH for sure. Steve, Glenn Floor, hang in there. You will be up next. 713 212 5874. You know, yesterday was Small Business Saturday. It was a good excuse to go visit our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited. There's four stores around town. That is an ultimate small business for the Houston area. They're all independently owned and operated. But they work together on their marketing plan and they want you to know that the bird seed sale season is in full swing. If you've always wanted to have the right kind of food to attract the right kind of bird or turn your average backyard into a, uh, a refuge for birds, then you need to start visiting Wild Birds Unlimited. Be a part of their daily seed sale program, too, and you can discover a refuge of wildlife in your own backyard. This is that time of the year that there could be 15, 20 different bird species passing through, and if you're feeding them correctly, they'll stick around for a while. Uh, one of the, um, in fact, the, the woodlands website has this great what you call it all seasons hobby guide you can read it right there online you don't have to pay a dime for it uh, but the four wild birds unlimited here they are there's the cypress store speaking of cypress the one at 290 and barker cypress in the randall subdivision, uh, subdivision in the randall strip center there's the one in the mid woodlands i just mentioned the if you go link to the woodlands uh, location of wild birds unlimited there is that all seasons hobby guide which you ought to take a moment to read you want to attract the greatest number of bird species to your landscape 
There's the one, the newest one over in um, Memorial, not Memorial, I'm sorry, Bel Air, in the Braze Heights Strip Center, where Molina's is. That's the newest one. And then the one where I'm putting in a request right now to Paul Fagal, the Memorial and Kirkwood store. He's really good on air. So um, we're going to try to bring him in uh, during the month of December to talk all things attracting birds and how you take advantage of the bird seed sales that they have at Wild Birds Unlimited. So the four locations, you can find the closest one of those four by going to WBU.com. Um, I'm telling you, go specifically to the website, link to the um, Woodland Store if you want to see that All Seasons Hobby Guide. I think that's really free and easy for everybody out there. And take advantage of the bird seed sales going on right now at the four locations of Wild Birds Unlimited. Garden Line with Randy Lemon since 1996, making your neighbors green with envy. So, speaking of ultimate Christmas gifts, you weren't here yesterday. We did the visual, Nick, of thinking Christmas Vacation, the movie, when he's about to announce to the family that, because he thinks he's getting his bonus, that the family, and this, by the way, in Chicago, this is not wise, (laughs) the whole family's getting a pool for Christmas gift. This is, in Houston, the smartest time of the year to have a pool built. You get the best pricing. The weather cooperates with the pool building companies more than you'll ever know. They want it to be cool. Even if it's like in the high 30s, they'll still keep working on pool building. You don't want to do it when it's freezing or below. And obviously, why would you want to put one in Chicago anyway? But <laughs> that's beside the point. So why do you need to call Passion Pools? Well, they understand, too, this is the best time of the year to get it done. They're going to offer you the best pricing of the year. They're going to offer you the best pricing above anybody else. You get a bid a pool. They encourage you to get a couple more bids. Don't don't analysis paralysis this thing, but get two more bids. They will win the bid process every time because they don't pay commission salespeople. So you're saving money right there off the top. And they're turnkey, meaning they do it all outside of the pool too, from outdoor kitchens to patio extensions, all the landscape lighting, the landscaping, you name it, they do it all. That's turnkey. 281-315-6594. You want to let the family know you're getting a pool for Christmas? Work with them. PassionPoolsLLC.com to see what kind of work they have done in the past. See some of the testimonials they have online there. They're phenomenal. 281-315-6594. That's the number you call. Set up your appointment. Get a bid on a pool for the family for the Christmas gift-giving season. What do you want to call it? 281-315-6594. Steve Glenn Flora, what's up? Hey, Randy. How are you this morning? Good. What can we help you with? I got a snow peach tree. It's about three years old, and I've, I've taken your advice the last couple of years. And when the fruit comes out, I've thinned it out about. You every don't have four to do that on stone on stone fruit trees. That's just citrus. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Um, what is a manageable height for this tree? I mean, this thing has gotten really big. I've well, we're going to do a major pruning on the stone fruit trees. In into February, March, just like okay. same time frame as the citrus, but we get to we get to over prune the stone fruit trees as opposed to the citrus. Citrus, okay. it's more about cleaning up, straightening out. Snow peach, okay. we can take way down. So um, 
think about where it's at, where it was at in you know April, May, June, height wise. And okay. you and a, a short ladder, if you can access fruit with you and a short ladder, then I want you to think about where you would take it down in February, March, that it's going to grow up a good, you know, half of that height again, a good third of that height again, okay. so that it's not all at the top where you're having, you and a ladder are having to do it. So we make a bowl shape out of it, but know that yep. that third growth is going to come back. So okay. if you have to visualize where you and a stepladder are going to be able to get to the toppest point of the tree, okay, then you want to take that back down in, into February like that. All right, cool. Uh, another quick question. On the aeration of the yard with the layer of compost on the top, is that just a springtime event? Or no, sir. Can that be? Okay. It's okay. one of those ultimate, it's never too late to do the right thing thing. You can do it any time of the year here in Houston. Perfect. Thank you, Randy. You betcha. All right, guys, uh, that is it for the day as we wrap things up. Final call, and I know because we don't have enough time to take any more calls looking at the clock. Uh, And I'm not going to be answering emails probably until Friday evening again. So um, if you've got a question, might as well hold on to it until Saturday morning. We'll do it uh, bright and early at 6 a.m. this coming Saturday, December 3rd. I will be doing a book signing after that uh, from about 11 to 2 and then hanging out for the party at the Arbor Gate. Uh, There are a lot of other just keep up with us on Facebook for the week. We'll make you announcements of all the sales and all the parties because several other nurseries and garden centers are having holiday parties, open house parties on Saturday, December 3rd. And, of course, we'll let you know when they're all happening, especially if they're nurseries or garden centers that we have been endorsing uh, you to go visit for years here on the Garden Line. Until Saturday morning, 6 a.m., Have a great week on what's left of it. God bless you on this Sunday morning, and we'll talk again real soon. Um, What else can I tell you real quick? I I mentioned the book signing. Is there anything else that I can mention? Oh, get hooked up with us on Facebook. That's a main reason to get hooked up with us on Facebook, because we will let you know everything that's happening during the middle of the week as opposed to relying on the email statuses. Does that that logic follow? All right. We'll talk again early Saturday morning. In the meantime, follow us on Facebook. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.